0: Okay, so the headlines overnight uh, were these abortion rights supporters are celebrating wins in states like Ohio, Virginia. That was the NPR abortion rights win big in 2023 off year elections. That was Axios abortion rights swept the 2023 elections New York magazine. Election results point to major GOP liability on abortion. That was NBC News. And Republicans can't sugarcoat their losses on abortion rights. That was Vox. And the last, finally, The New York Times. Abortion rights fuel bigger Democratic wins and hopes for 2024. That was the headline in the New York Times. And actually in the New York Times, in the uh, opening paragraphs of that article, I'll get back to in a moment, they actually nailed it down pretty well, I thought, with the summation, the summation points of what took place in election 2023. Now, folks were looking at this election to see if this would be a barometer of what they could expect in 2024. With so many unknowns, people are grasping at straws right now, trying to see which way the political winds are blowing. With all that's happening with Donald Trump, the GOP debates, more so Biden, his numbers, things we talked about in the last couple of days. So a lot of eyes were on these telltale signs of 2023, even though they it, it were just, you know, some local elections and, you know, it was an off-year election. Wasn't a lot happening, but there were some things happening. And boy, has the media jumped and seized the moment on all of that. Here's my headline. Let me give you my headline first for the 2023 elections. Brace yourself. Here it is. Here's Malcolm's headline Satan won the 2023 election, not the Democrats. That would be Malcolm's headline for the 2023 elections. And actually, Satan is winning in a whole lot of places right now, frankly. The signs are everywhere. Evil is having its way, my fellow Americans. Abortion is more important than national security and economic survival. Student groups and other protests against Israel while supporting Hamas terrorists and their barbaric acts skyrocketing crime in America's cities as criminals have their way of uh, striking fear into the heartland of America. The signs are everywhere. Evil is having its way around the world and surely here in America. Welcome into the voice of a nation. It is indeed Malcolm Out loud here. Well, i bring read you some of those headlines there. and You know, I, we'll get to a bigger point here on all of this but you'll get the sense of where i'm at here now okay let me read you this opening summation this you'll you just this is going to help everybody understand what happened election 2023 thought the new york times surmised this fairly well here it is election results from tuesday showed that democrats independents and even some moderate republicans can coalesce around the issue. Democrats won decisive victories in major races across the country on Tuesday evening, overcoming the downward pull of an unpopular president, lingering inflation, and growing global unrest by relying on abortion, the issue that has emerged as the fail-safe since the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade last year. In races in part of the South and the Rust Belt, Democrats put abortion rights at the center of their campaigns, spending tens of millions of dollars on ads highlighting Republican support for abortion bans. As an example, I will add to this, the Democratic governor of Kentucky, Andy Bashar, won a second term after repeatedly criticizing the Republican opponent for initially backing a state abortion ban that contains no exceptions for rape or incest. In Virginia, Democrats won control of both chambers after an avalanche of advertising focused on, you guessed it, abortion. In Pennsylvania, Democrats won a seat on the state Supreme Court in a race that also saw a flurry of abortion-related ads. And in Ohio, a ballot measure establishing a right to abortion in the state of Constitution won by a double-digit margin a striking demonstration of support for abortion rights and a conservative state that Donald J. Trump won twice by convincing margins. So, here we are, my fellow Americans, here we are. We have a society that puts the killing of human life in front of a few other little important things that are in demise in our nation. Okay. The electorate, the the, the, the electorate is focused on things like this. Here's the focus in America right now with the Marxist left and to include the Democrat Party in this case, which obviously is the Marxist left. It's All of the states that are now doing recreational marijuana, Ohio passed that as well. Stunning, Ohio. Supposed to be a red state, so they say. It's been purple for a lot of years as well, but it started to come back home a little bit more. But Ohioans decided, let's put everybody high. Uh, They're having too much fun out in Colorado. We want to join in the fun here. And I think if I if I remember correctly, just off the top of my mind, I think it's about 24 states that have legalized recreational marijuana. And there's more that are going to come up in the next election or two, because let's face it, friends, when you're still in the country dry, you might as well make everybody high in the process. And then on top of that, they can murder the babies. As I say, evil is running everywhere. And then we want to step back and wonder and say to ourselves. Why are all those people out protesting and supporting the terrorists, the the Hamas terrorists? Why is that happening? We cannot figure this out. Hmm. I wonder. I really, really, what's a stretch, isn't it? You know, and truth be told, I've been saying for a very long time. I mean, well before America Out Loud, actually. I, I did it on national radio when I left the corporate boardrooms and I told Americans, then I told them six, seven, eight, nine years ago. And I'll tell you again today. Abortion is a losing issue, period, nonstop. I discovered that myself from people that I interacted with years ago. This is one of the most feistiest topics and conversations that people will they will throw them their whole selves, their whole body and spirit into this conversation. And they don't let go. They're like a dog with a bone. You know, it's a woman's right, her body, her choice. Leave it alone. Stay out of it. You're a guy. Mind your own damn business. I mean, I was told that plenty of times from actually from people I liked out on the West Coast, people I enjoyed bantering with. I no longer have them on because they they were so incensed. You know the 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 dividing lines are so severe now. I used to have them on years ago. I will, I can't say their names. They're very popular people in the media world, and uh, enjoyed bantering with them back and forth and having them on. And but it just we we lost connection along the way. But they were very these these women were very hard fast and steadfast against the fact that you know and, and I kind of said my and and I was never a strong like. Well, we're going to ban it all. I know a lot of my Republican friends are, and their passion, I get it. I get life and death, and they say, "Well, Republicans are going to jam this down their throat, and we're going to make sure there's no abortion." We're so glad Roe v. Wade, and I got a lot of great friends, including Dr. Carol Swain, uh, Dr. You know, Dr. Elvita. You know, I mean, come on, I've Amazing voices that it's all out, it's all out for the victory of you know, no abortion, ban it everywhere, ban it at the state level. Banned it everywhere, they say. But there's a lot of people on that side who are not going to let go of that. They'll go down fighting to the very end that it's a woman's right no matter what. It's a losing battle. I said years ago, stop making this political. Get this hell, get this fight the hell out of the political sphere, please, and knock it off because it's a losing proposition. And the problem with the Republican Party, I'll tell you right now, you know, I remember growing up as a lad and they kept talking about a big tent a big tent. I kept looking around for the big tent, but I couldn't find it. So what the hell does that mean? Where's the tent? I can't find it. Would somebody please put a spotlight on the tent? How are you pulling Hispanic America in and black America in and in women in? Where's the tent please? But they kept talking about that tent all those years. Never could find the tent, but I want you know, you, you kind of go along with the charade, right? And the problem is they talk about you know they're the party of you know no you know little government small government that you know they 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 they're against big government and they want people to live their lives and have freedom and have liberty and justice and then they want to tell you exactly how to live it. And the problem is there's a rot in America. There's a rot. I mean, look at the states that are now, I mean, recreational marijuana, everybody's high. The brain damage that's done from this, it's a fact. It's not my opinion. I'm I'm not a doctor and I don't play one on radio. But it's a fact. And and what purpose does that serve? To keep the populace high? (laughs) Not to mention the innocent people who get mowed down. What is the benefit of that? This society is so screwed up. It's about getting time in the city for another Noah's Ark, potentially. I'm sure God is stepping back there saying, man, you people have fallen so far off the reservation. I don't know if there's any way left to save y'all. You're killing each other in the process. It's unbelievable, friends. And so this whole notion of abortion was never going to be a victory. I mean... You can't be it all and do it all to the American people. You have to step back. You have to step off. You have to choose your battles. When Republicans come out and have this conversation about, you know, incest and rape and all that, and these these men do this, shut your mouths, will you please? Shut up. Or change parties or do something. I know people hear this all the time. You're not going to win. So what's important to you? Is, is it about winning or is it something else? But you're not going to win. And that's where we find ourselves here now In after the election of 2023. And they'll, they'll have a field day with us now as things rev up for 2024. But my, my fellow Americans, you must suggest uh, I have a point, don't I? I have a point. I mean, you can battle this and go down in a blaze of glory, and that's what's happening. There are so many issues to win on, so many issues to fight for the salvation of America, for the salvation of good, for the salvation of beautiful people. There are so many issues to win on and claim victory on. You don't need to bring abortion into the fight. And the marijuana thing... I don't even, you don't even know what to say about that. I mean, drugs, they're gonna be legalizing everything. This society is really becoming hell on earth. You'll crack, it'll all be legalized. Well, what's sacred anymore? What's left? I mean, who can recognize this country anymore? It's unrecognizable people. Yeah, it really is. I had to get all that off my chest today. Here again, I I know I said it before, but I'll I'll say it again now. Welcome in, by the way, to the Voice of Nation. Indeed, <laughs> it is just it's a head, it's a headshaker. I have to tell you. So you see all the headlines. You see, you know, and of course, Yunkin out of out of Virginia. I really like Yunkin, uh, Glenn Yunkin. I, I like him a lot. He, he'd be a very interesting man for interesting times. Of course, they're trying to pull his. Uh, um, uh, his uh, political stripes down today. So oh, it's a Yunkin lost. Yunkin did this because he was fighting hard with the legislature to gain the legislature in uh, Virginia. But he not only lost the one, he lost both sides of the, there, the legislature there now. So, uh, you know, th- it was all abortion. They, they ran abortion ads very aggressive against uh, the Republicans. And uh, people just want their abortion. They don't want to be told what to do. And you know the truth of that is to, to, to end that part of the my, my point here, you know, pe- people are going to have abortions when they want to have abortions, people. Even when they're legal or illegal, they do it in the in the black market, they do it in the alleys, they do it with the coat hangers, they do it. People are gonna do what they do, what they want to do, when they wanna do it, and how they wanna do it. And a Republican is not gonna stop that, period. So you wanna lose the rest of life or lose it for everything else? Keep going. You're doing a swell job. And your and your and your messaging sucks, by the way the g o p they are never good at messaging to begin with. The Democrats beat them every day of the week in messaging, and they're the winners of projectionism as well. They got a down pass, so now you want to know why good is losing. I just gave you a whole bunch to chew on here, friends, yeah, in the meantime, we are uh, we are still we're we, we you know we, we're dealing with these these storylines and what have you, but you know the big battle we're dealing with really here is um, the foreign policy that has us in such grave situation. Uh, the wars, as I stated with you to you last night, Donald Trump is the, uh, the only president in modern times who kept us out of uh, a war, a war. All the rest of these cats have had us in wars. And uh, obviously you understand why the military industrial complex do not like Donald J. Trump
1: <laughs> for a whole lot of
0: reasons, obviously, right? And, you know, yeah, it's it's a tricky, he knows it's a tricky topic as well. I didn't see him weigh in a lot on abortion. I get a sense, I think he knows it's kind of a, it's a tough topic to touch. And you better be, have your message in right if you're going to touch it for sure. And they just paid the price for that with some things they could have won. Considering how bad everything is in the Republic, uh, this could have been another sweep. Now I hope like hell friends, a year from now, just a year from now, that we're not on here again with crying towels. I pray to God Almighty that we don't have crying towels after 2024. And I'm having this conversation with you again because of all of these vaccinations here and how they should have, could have, but there was no tsunami. And things really stink, but they still won. And the left had all these victories. And they were able to keep the Senate and win the House back. And maybe they took the... I don't know what happens, but you know what I'm talking about? I pray that that is not the story one year from now. The GOP better get uh, their message in together. They better find that big tent real quickly. And perhaps once they do that, they can then keep their head right outside of their backside Uh, would be smart evidently. So, Uh, but these wars I want to talk about here today. And, um, uh, you know, we we've been uh, we we see what uh, Biden, who of course Robert Gates professed up front, told, he, that was the disclaimer on the election back in 2020. This guy sucks. He's been wrong on, on every decision of foreign policy in the history of his life or mankind. Uh, obviously, a little bit of paraphrase in there, but Robert Gates. Uh, that's a that's a quotable quote that will live in infamy now. And boy, Biden has uh, really lived up to the test of that quote, I have to tell you. He has remarkably nailed that down real well. I hope Jill puts that on his tombstone. Uh, not, she probably won't put this guy sucks, but I hope she puts Robert Gates' quote on there at least. Well, that would be marvelous. I'll pay for the damn tombstone, in fact, if she'll do that. Let me put that offer out there right now. I'll pay for the tombstone and the land, and in fact, I'll... Even give them a bonus if they can get them in there sooner, faster, quicker. Oh boy! Oh boy! Everybody's aghast right now. Did he really say that? <laughs> well, anything to save the nation, friends. All right, let's talk about the latest of what's going on in the Middle East war as well, and uh, with uh, the progress, the IDF in the uh, Gaza City, and uh, and uh, the uh, the IDF has made uh, pretty strong inroads there. Uh, remarkably so, considering all the time that the terrorists had to uh, lay down the booby traps and all. Um, I don't know what the, we'll find out today and see what the recent death count is for the IDF. I've been praying for these guys and these young men and women and hoping that uh, they uh, prevail, that their 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 safety, their security, that we minimize death as much as possible, but yet in the light of victory here and uh uh you know i really have been praying for the most really concerned with the ground uh the ground war that was going to always be a struggle for them to be sure um let's bring on iq al razuli right now and get an update on things she has been giving us daily updates uh which has been just absolutely marvelous day by day by day by day on what's been transpiring in the middle east war the ramifications of this war impact the entire world to be sure uh, it's it's either gonna escalate up to a massive world event or it's gonna begin to scale downward. That's one of the other friends, but it's not gonna stay where it is, it is for the long road, to be sure. So IQ, the IDF has made pretty amazing inroads. They're using the dogs. Uh, they're searching out a lot of the traps and the tunnels and they've been blown up a serious amount of tunnels, I understand. And really making inroads. Now, just let me say this, and then I'll let you really bring us up to date here. But here's the other thing I want people to know. How bad are these terrorist people? You already know how bad they are. The only people that didn't get the bulletin are the evil little turds that are out in the universities and on the city's uh, streets of America and around the world. Uh, But how bad are they? Well, they send out about 100 uh, uh, women and children out to keep them out of this uh, camp here uh and IQ will tell you which camp it is but he keep they, they want to keep them out of that camp and so that's what that's what the IDF, the Israeli forces have to deal with is this kind of disturbing things I mean who in warfare throws the women and the kids out like that I mean you get a picture of what's going on here I and mean, this is pretty rough stuff IQ take it from there tell us what's going on on the ground everything you've been studying right now with IDF in Gaza City please
2: First, let me point out that not many people actually appreciate what the IDF is doing. In spite of the fact that no army in history ever warned civilians that they are going to attack a certain area before they attacked it, never in history. And yet, the United Nations head, Gutierrez, is claiming that Israel is indiscriminately killing children. This piece of garbage under his watch for 18 years, whether it was him or somebody else before him, for 18 years, they allowed Hamas to build an underground city beneath Gaza, complete with hospitals, with ammunition, with rockets, with missiles, with tunnels, with electricity, with water, with everything. A complete city. By the way, according to the Israelis now, some of these shafts go 280 beneath the earth, 280 feet. Mm -hmm. Now, what the Israelis are doing, and they're doing an excellent job, because, please remember, in the first few hours on 7th of October, over 260 officers and soldiers were murdered. But in, in spite of the invasion on the land, Israel has only lost 37 soldiers in Gaza, which is a remarkably low number. Now, three. let me
0: understand. Hold on. I want to circle back here. Are uh, you saying now 37. Is that just in the ground thing now or is that only since October 7th, yes. please? Since,
2: yes. Since they started the ground invasion, okay. only 37. And this is really, and uh, um, for Israel, it's huge. Every single death is huge because of the number of populations, only 8 million, not 330 million like in Latin America. Right. But considering they are fighting in urban areas, yeah. completely prepared for 18 years by the terrorists, they have done so far excellent. Excellent. Yeah. War
0: is dirty. There's always going to be loss of life, clearly. I mean, you know, 38 young, beautiful people, sacrificed their lives, dedicated their lives, is a better way to say it, probably, IQ, for the freedom and salvation uh, for I- Israelis and for really for good people, for freedom everywhere, actually. Correct. Uh, I-, I pray for their families. I pray for their families. I pray for their souls. And uh, these, uh, I- I- I'm really deeply worried for their families and who've suffered these losses. I just want to put that out there, IQ. Every soldier
2: who dies is mentioned in Israel with his picture with his background by the way those who died so far are 20 21 years old literally 20 and 21 years old wow. while the hamas 10,000 100,000 are dead nobody remembers a single one of them
0: Why? yeah i mean that, that that tells you the battle lines right there doesn't it iq you know
2: well people don't seem to understand or they don't want to understand the right way, you're talking about the people who supporting hamas mm-hmm. you already hit the nail on the head If they want abortion where it murders children, why should they support Israel? Of course they support Hamas. You nailed it.
0: IQ, it's the center of evil. We're talking evil here, buddy. Yes,
2: but it looks like Americans are evil. But they have chosen to uh, to win a case on abortion, then security of the border, then the economy. It's mind-boggling, I swear to you. I cannot believe that this happened, but it happened.
0: Well, it's not. I Just let me point out to something which you do understand, but to listeners as well like you, it's not all Americans. Let's be sure we understand that. Americans are not evil. Americans are beautiful people. I love we the people. But the problem is there is a percentage of that evil and they're in the Marxist left. They control the Democrat Party and they brainwash the populace on that side of the aisle to think that uh, this is a woman's right to murder the kid. That's all.
2: Well, sorry, I don't agree with you on a brainwashing. You can brainwash donkeys, maybe, but not human beings who are you have access to information twenty four hours a day at the click of a mouse. I honestly, I cannot forgive anybody who voted for them. I cannot. Well, if they're not
0: brainwashed, why do they do it? Then answer that question, please. If they're it's- evil. Okay. Okay. All right. Those people are evil. Yeah, I can't argue with you there, buddy. You know at all. Let's let's get a word in, IQ, from uh, Ilana here on this point you just make, or that we're talking about with this juxtaposition, Ilana, about abortion versus uh, the fighter and the connection we just made. Where well, IQ said you nailed it. Based on I mean, really think about it. Talking about the protesters and the supporting the mass terrorists potentially are some of the same people that want a woman's right to murder the baby, I guess. That's a hell of a connection, isn't it, Alana? Uh,
1: it's a hell of a connection. And I, I really think that, uh, um, I, 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 would hesitate to go along with IQ that these people are all evil. I think they're all stupid. They're not, they have information that is available to them and they're not using it. They're not thinking they're well, the one thing that's happened is that the way the universities have changed in the woke society, they're not being taught critical thinking, so they don't think critically. They think with, with whatever it is that drives their thinking. It's not, it's not their brains, and uh, they're not using them. They're not figuring out. I, I mean, who can look at those pictures and say that they're not real, that this is not horrible, this is not evil? Uh, they look at them and say it's made up. Uh, because that's that's what they've been taught. And and that's what they're willing to believe. But that's it's stupid. It's stupidity. And um, I, I give them an A for stupidity.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, for sure. How do you think things are going right now in your, your opinion of studying this on the ground here in Gaza City, following up with what IQ and I were just talking about uh, and the progress here with the IDF place?
1: Oh, I think they are doing a remarkable job. I don't think they have ever fought a war with as much precision, with as much care Mm -hmm. and with as much determination as they are fighting this one. Mm -hmm. This has been, the ground operation has been extraordinary. The fact that they have uh, thousands and thousands of troops on the ground and only 37 have died in a, in a, in a very dangerous situation that's full of booby traps, and and uh, that has the enemy hiding in hospitals and schools, and and playgrounds, this is something that that I don't think we've ever seen. A war that is fought so carefully and so so effectively as what we're seeing Ilana, now. if
0: this happens and continues on this way, let me ask you this tricky question here. Could if this continues in the progress of what's happening right now, in your opinion, could this be the salvation of uh, Benjamin Netanyahu?
1: Oh, I think it goes a lot further than that. I don't think it'll be his salvation because when this is all over, he's going to have a lot to answer for. But I think this war is going to be a defining moment in history. I, I, on October seventh, the world history changed yeah. because this is a, a a conflagration that started in a very tiny part of the world, but it is going to affect the entire world. We've already seen how that's that's been happening, and and these uh, these demonstrations uh, these uh, they're not anti-Israel, they're not pro-Palestinian, they're pro-Hamas. And this is going to cause a tremendous upheaval in society everywhere in the world.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's perfectly said. What you just said was brilliant, by the way. Uh, IQ, I want to get you to answer that question about Netanyahu a moment as well. It's a fascinating question. Uh, Could this, uh, if this continues on at the success that it is right now, as delicate as it all is, could this be Benjamin Netanyahu's uh, salvation?
2: No, I agree with Lange. I never... Thought it would be his salvation, he failed to protect Israel. It's under his watch. I'm not saying he's personally personally because if he didn't, if nobody gave him the information, he couldn't act. But you are prime minister. It's your responsibility. It's like Churchill. Without Churchill, Amer- Britain would not have survived. It takes one single human being to control history or to change history. He failed unfortunately. yeah. No, he will pay. He will have to pay a price, a huge price.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, you know, uh, we did a, let me uh, tell listeners too, uh, as we're speaking here with IQ Al-Razuli, Ilana Friedman, uh, covering some ground here. And I I like the connection we've made of a lot of this talk here so far. But I had an interesting talk the other day, if you didn't hear it, uh, with uh, Dr. Peter Bregan on Netanyahu that I, I think you'll enjoy listening to. If you missed it, uh, you'll want to go to the Voice of a Nation show page uh, just off the menu nav bar uh, back at friends, and look up that show with uh, Dr. Peter Bregan. And uh, I, it was brilliant, and he was brilliant. He is brilliant, anyways, and it's always a privilege to talk to him. And the title of that show. I'm looking it up right now. It's right here. Israel, Hamas, and the Global Pitcher. Well, of course, Dr. Peter Bregan goes after the globalists, and he makes the connection with Netanyahu and some other major things in that story, that show. Uh, so look that up, okay? Israel, Hamas, and the Global picture with uh, Dr. Peter Bregan uh, on the network here. Uh, I like the connection and what we're talking about here with this. So let me continue as we take a pause here to remind you to visit us back at americaoutloud.news. Uh, what we need is, we ask all of you to help us share the out loud truth. We have a, a beautiful uh, array of just amazing people who love this platform, this network, and who push out the messages every day. We have our own marketing folks are doing. We really appreciate everybody. You have to know that uh, by doing it, people. We are this platform is shared all over the world every minute of every day, uh, and uh, it's important it's important to get the word out there. And this is what we're working hard here for. We have the most amazing team of experts from around the world. I mean, like IQ today, this comes out of Europe. You know, Ilana comes out of the heartland. Uh, But you know, we all come from a different area of the world, but we all have one thing in common. We're beautiful people fighting the good fight uh, for liberty and justice for all. That's the driving, connecting force of the team and the people on America Out Loud. And for Malcolm, for me, in full disclosure with all of you, it is my blessing of a lifetime. I I thank God each day and praise the the benefit. Yeah, a lot of hard work. We'll never downplay that, but anything in life that's worthy of this sort of uh, a point that we're doing here, it's definitely always gonna be hard work. That's, that's, you gotta know that going into the process. Uh, but I'll tell you, it's it really is a blessing of a lifetime working with these amazing people. It's a privilege of the highest order. And uh, it's the highlight of my life and all the work we've done here. So I, I need to continue to uh, tell you out there how important that is. And the beautiful people we have are on this network. There's nothing like America Out Loud out there. It doesn't exist. Uh, and you see the esteemed group. And you can go under our team. By the way, I'll tell you a little secret. Nobody knows this. Keep this to yourself when I tell you this, please, okay? Because we haven't shared this with anybody. You only get this if you come into my show. Nobody else knows this on the network. But but here's what's cool. We are working, uh, and my team is working, in creating the next evolution of the platform, the website, all of it, on America Outlaw.news. We're going to raise the bar once again. Yeah, big time. And we're working on it right now. Right now, and i it can't happen fast enough for me. And we're going to be really doing some amazing things with it, highlighting some really very special things. And you'll see it when it goes live. And we'll be telling you, uh, it's, it, I don't have any more than that on it, but I'm teasing it up right now because nobody knows this. But I'm, now you know this. Just don't tell anybody else about it, okay? Keep it to you and you and I only. But that's the truth and we're working hard on it. And I'm excited about this next one. We're going to really showcase our team on this next uh, evolution of the platform. So, and our shows, our remarkable programming, really put those in the limelight of what we're doing here. So anyways, that's what's happening there. Uh, let me also remind you, americoroutloud.shop is the place we have all those phenomenal products. I was talking to Dr. Peter McCullough uh, just today, in fact, where we have America Out Loud Pulse. As you know, he and I do co-host the Wednesday show on America Out Loud Pulse at 5 p.m. That America Out Loud Pulse is is just uh, an amazing program. And when you get the sort of host like Dr. Harvey Reich, you know, I mean, come on, you know, uh, Dr. Peter Bregan, Ginger Bregan, yes, yes. Uh, uh, Dr. Marilyn Singleton, I just adore that woman. Just adore her. She's amazing. I I can't even tell you. Uh, I just really adore how much she brings to the platform. Uh, Dr. Jordan Vong, Dr. Stuart Tankersley, this is the amazing lineup on America Out Loud Pulse, 5 p.m. Uh, uh, Eastern time, weekdays on the platform, full of great information. And on Wednesdays, of course, Dr. McCullough and I take on the hot topics and then we answer your questions, all your listening questions, the Q&A. They're very successful. The nurses are doing the Q&A now. You can send those questions in to nurses at AmericaOutLoud.com. Those emails will go right to the nurses. And they'll answer them on air for you. Or just go to Nurses Out Loud on the show bar under our shows. Drop down, get the nurses, and ask them either way. But their email address, again, nurses at americaoutloud.com. And that goes right to them. They'll get the uh, the, the emails and answer them on air. All the questions, the Q&As. They're doing the Q&As now. Looking for healing radio. That plays 11 a.m. weekdays in the mornings with Dr. Brian Artis, Dr. Henry Ely, Dr. Jana Schmidt. Uh and Nicola Burnett this is an amazing group of top top talent, The naturopathic doctors, helping people get through long COVID vaccine injuries, live a healthier life and so anyways that's what's happening there and by the way I have my physical today, I was telling Dr. McCullough who did the show earlier today uh, I'll be uh, seeing my own doctor say I haven't had a physical in four years before COVID so wish me luck, I'll let you know how I make out <laughs> but I haven't been in four years I'm going in myself for a physical here. So, hey, got to gotta stay healthy, friends. If we're going to fight the good fight. Uh, we're going to take a pause. You're listening to The Voice of a Nation. Listen to Malcolm, The Voice of a Nation on iHeartRadio or our free apps on Apple, Android, or Alexa. Millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-haul effects of the toxic spike protein. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company designed their spike support formula to counteract harmful spike protein from COVID-19 and vaccines so you can feel your best. Go to OutloudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order.
2: The Natural Colon Cleanse.
0: It's the ultimate digestive tune-up with OxyPowder. It's crafted to alleviate the discomfort of gas, bloating, and occasional constipation. There's a reason why Oxy powder is our number one seller. It worked. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get 15% off using the code OUTLOUD. Global
1: healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally.
0: Cofix Rx nasal solution has completed the circle and is now offering throat spray with povidone iodine. That completes the protocol doctors like Peter McCullough recommend. AmericaOutloud.News is beaten to the pulse of our nation. We know when you're angry, troubled, misled, joyful, and thankful. We know you because we are you. Join us as we explore the most important issues of our time. America Out Loud Talk Radio it's a fight for the soul of humanity. Welcome back uh, to The Voice of a Nation. It is indeed Malcolm Out Loud here. And thank you once again, my fellow Americans and to all the beautiful people around the world for joining me on the mission here. It is a mission of truth. It is a mission of good. It is a mission of liberty and justice for all. And that, that is the mission we fight today. We're talking about good and evil. It's central to the conversation and central to what we uh, are all about here on The Voice of a Nation, what this broadcast is all about. Uh, we see the evil percolate in, in all areas of our lives. And this is the time where good people have to be steadfast. We have to, we have to stand hard, firm, and tall. And we have to outmaneuver and outsmart uh, evil. That's what has to happen. Good must prevail. And we have to be smart. We have to fight back. You know, as the good book says, you have to fight fire with fire. You have to to address it head on. And you're not, you can't, I, I don't think we can be afraid to look into Satan's eyes and tell him to go back to hell. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm talking about? You know, I think we need to look in evil's eyes and tell it to go to hell and go back where it belongs. I don't know. Just saying. That's what I say. I do. I do not fear the evil. I do not fear it at all. It just makes me stronger for whatever the moment is, no matter what, no matter what. Uh, They're going to take me out. It's going to be on my terms, friends. That's all I'm saying. Uh, That's the way I look at it. Uh, we're talking here, we've got to Ilana Friedman and IQ Al-Razulian with me. And, uh, you know, we're talking a, a little bit about a lot of things, but the protest of, uh, just started with the abortion fight and the fight of good and evil. If you missed the upfront part of that, go back and listen, please. And let me know what you think. Send your comments into liberty at americaoutloud.com. And we'll, we'll talk about them on air. Okay, liberty at americaoutloud.com. And of course, you can always comment. We have a comment section on all the stories. I I don't get a chance to talk about that much, but on all the stories and shows on the platform. But I know a lot of you listen on the apps. You listen on Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora. You listen everywhere all over the world. And you listen on everywhere beyond even our own site. Uh, Millions of people listen on all these other places. So, you know, I totally get it. But again, you know, we're just an email away or a message away as needed. Um, with Israel, we're talking about right now the progress the IDF has been making against the the terrorists out there, and now that we're approaching, uh, we're we're over a month now of the the fight from October seventh. Uh, we've surpassed the month, um, you know, point of uh, of that day. You know, Ilana Friedman was just saying, uh, she a very eloquent uh, speaker. She was just telling us all moments ago here how uh, you know uh, that. Uh, that A, we're proud of the work that they're doing out there that Israel has, but the fight that has happened right now that uh, they're they're meticulous, the way they're doing it, the success they're having. Uh, And um, in fact, uh, 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 you know, let me get uh, in in, uh, IQ's post. I'm pulling it up right now. Give me just a second on Israel Day 30. He, He actually said a term in there, Ilana, i have you opine on this. He called it, uh, I thought it was very good what he said here. Uh, Oh, here it is, Alana. He calls it, Hamas knows that the IDF tries to protect Palestinian civilians as best it can, exploiting Israel's purity of arms and its fundamental decency. Hamas sent out 100 women and children to block IDF soldiers from continuing to attack fighters in a key Hamas compound inside that camp. And uh, the event was recorded by the drones Uh, Israel is recording all this in real time to have it, number one, for the books and two, to show the world what the hell is going on there. But I like that term, Ilana, that uh, IQ uses, purity of arms. What do you say about that?
1: You know, this is something very basic to the Israeli army, and it's the only army in the world, I think, that has to where every soldier is expected to behave according to um, a a set of rules, which is called the spirit of the IDF. And according to these rules, and there are a lot of them about, about how you comport yourself and so forth, but the one that has always struck me as being so extraordinary is the one that says that you have to treat Everybody with respect, all the people that you—not the people you're shooting at, of course—but the people that you come into into contact with, who are not armed and and dangerous, who are people who are the civilians who get caught in the crossfire. And for example, one example of many uh, is that if a a woman is is caught. Trying to uh, uh, who may be a danger. She may have something under. They were these very large dresses, and 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 sometimes um, she may. We have seen it. She may be carrying a bomb underneath her skirts. Uh, but if she is going to be examined, she is examined in private by a female soldier. And this is something that is just very basic to uh, to the Israeli army. My son was in the Israeli army, and he was. Uh, subject to all of these things and it it taught him a great deal about how to deal with the world it it strengthened his own sense of what his responsibilities are as a human being and this is the way the israeli army behaves the air force the air force will not knowingly and willingly bomb civilians sometimes there's no choice but one of the um, one of the uh, tactics that Hamas has used is to put, they, they have flat roofs in this part of the world uh, because there's very little rain. And um, they have uh, to put all of the families on top of the roof where they think that Israel is going to bomb. Uh, because as you know, Israel has been, wa- has been warning civilians, as, as IQ just told us. Uh, And and they warn civilians before there's an attack. And what Hamas would do is knowing there was going to be attack on a specific building, they would put all the women and children uh, from the building on the roof so that the, the pilot could see them. And there have been a number of cases where Israeli pilots have come to bomb a particular building and seen civilians on top of the building and turned around and flew away. And to your
0: point, Alana, I was reading just overnight here reports, Alana, where they were talking about some of these media rags, talking about they were incensed with the fact that the amount of children or women or people, civilians, that have been killed in Gaza, and pinning that on Israel and questioning and asking the questions like, why would they do that? And, And it just, I was so... I was so irritated and aggravated with these uh, pieces I was reading. And, I'm, you know, and they don't address the fact, why do you think they would do that? I mean, because this is what the terrorists do. They use these people as human shields and they put them out there to die. What the hell? This is combat. What do you think is going on here? But yet they don't report that, Alana, you see?
1: No, they don't. And and by the way, the numbers that we're hearing about, the number of dead in Gaza, of 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 Gazans in who have been killed uh, comes first of all from their um, from Hamas. So the question is: Are these numbers correct as far as the number of civilians? And how many of these people who have been killed are Hamas fighters? Hamas Hamas terrorism terrorists. And and the question that that you have to ask yourself, if you know anything, is. You know, how do we trust these numbers? Maybe it's only half this number. Maybe it's a quarter. Maybe maybe these numbers are completely false and and misrepresenting because many of these people who have been killed are part of Hamas that's right. and they're the target. They're, well, they're including the
0: number in the number uh, is what the terrorists are doing very much. And then this all this information comes from their own health ministry, which is run by the Hamas, Ilana. What that's senses, right. Yeah, that's what right. exactly. That make, you know. Stupid. yeah
1: exactly and and they and their numbers cannot be trusted
0: well you, you can't trust anything they'd say you can't trust the time of day or when the sun's departed i mean these people lie just a lie and it's all part of their uh, religion uh it's how what they're com- taught
1: malcolm what kind of people
0: yeah.
1: what who who are who are militaristic yeah. put their headquarters underneath a major hospital and shoot out of the windows of the hospital from from patients room i assume but they're 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 not uh, we know that hospitals are a uh, forbidden yeah. target according to world uh you know world law but but the uh the reality is that if the hospital is being used as a military site yeah it stops being forbidden no absolutely
0: well the people who do it are people who have no respect for human life and they're actually even more than that or they're people who want to die uh and they make that to their doctrine that's their doctrine their uh, doctrine
1: is we live to die.
0: That's it. That's their doctrine. And,
1: and so. yeah, and, and they think dying yeah. is a, is the greatest thing that, they, that can happen to them. Well, that's why the women, like, as you, you say, themselves. they're
0: forced to put this stuff under the skirts and the kids. They send the kids in with the bombs. They have no,
1: yes, there's no, do.
0: there are no rules there. None whatsoever. As long as you can get to the enemy, uh, then they're happy to take out whoever the hell they have to take out. And then the media reports and they lie about it. And they actually point out the good. This is what drives, should drive everybody crazy and call the media out for who and what they are. IQ, I'd like you to take this now and tell us here, All right? Here we are, we've just gone over the one month time. We see what's happening in Gaza City right now. We've reported on the the low death count on IDEA. We're we're seeing they're using dogs very cleverly. They're exposing the tunnels. They built the city below uh, the ground, probably because it's closer to hell, Uh, you know, whatever. I don't know, but it's all sort of underground. And uh, so play out right now. Take a few moments and tell us how do you think strategically the next, uh, well, the next uh, couple of weeks, probably the next 30 days even. This is going to be a long war, I'm I'm, I'm guessing here. But how do you see it playing out right now strategically, IQ?
2: Before I answer that, let me find something else. In 1967, Israel won the Six-Day War. They captured several million Arabs. There was not a single case of rape of a woman, a Muslim woman, not one. No other army in history did that, ever. I just had to put, point this out. And that's a good point. Because nobody mentions it. It's a good this point. is what the IDF is about. They are men and women who are, have families. They have husbands, children, brothers, sisters. They do not. Go and destroy the other uh, people of the other uh, side. Yeah. So to to have an invasion and win a vac- victory like that one and not have a single rape, unheard of in history. Now regarding Gaza, how long it will take, I cannot tell you because at the moment the pressure on Israel and the pressure on Biden to have a ceasefire, what a ceasefire a stopping of uh, military operations two to three days is unbearable. But something else is is happening. Again, Hamas is dictating what they will do within the three days, how many people they will release. Netanyahu is right. Unless they release everybody, we shall destroy you. Continue. I don't know. I don't know how much pressure Biden can take, honestly. But so far, the man has stood up. I must admire him, honestly. Fair is fair. Credit should be given where credit is due. So far, he has st- stood up in support of Israel against evil.
0: Well, they, when you say stood up, now let, let me draw down, and I respect what you just say. What he, But that's fine. But what he has been calling for, to be clear with you, and still calling for today, and Ant- Anthony Blinken is calling for it to the State Department, Um, they're calling for a pause. They don't call it a ceasefire, by the way. They're very careful about that. They call it a pause, a strategic humanitarian pause. And of course, Netanyahu is not willing to do that and has come with the point of what you say. They need to release all of the uh, hostages, every single one of them, and they need to uh, uh, lay lay down. They need to uh, surrender, basically. Uh, But that's not going to happen, obviously. So... But you said when this thing started, a lot of those hostages were probably as good as dead.
2: Look, every single time Israel fought for her defense, she was let down by the West. Every single time the Muslims and the Arabs were saved by the bell. Every single time. And it's a repeat performance now. Look, who in Europe is supporting uh, Israel militarily? Nobody, only America. Nobody from Europe is doing anything. They talk about it. Yes. Oh, okay. But Europe is under threat from Islam. And they know it now. They really do. They've seen the demonstrations against the Jews. What starts with the Jews never, ever ends with the
0: Jews. Jews. That's a good way to put it, buddy. Do you think the, uh, you say this is a wake-up call for Europe. Do you think there will be some policies and some things change now in the near future because of what they've just seen? Is that what you're saying?
2: I was hoping to, but I don't think it will change, because almost most of the Western leaders in Europe, not the Eastern Europeans, have no concept of understanding Islam. Poland understands it. Hungary understands it. People who are under the Soviet Union understood it. But the West were always liberal. They were always free. They have not understood and still don't understand the magnitude of evil they are having inside in their countries. Muslims will never, ever integrate. They will never, ever assimilate. They will never, ever be loyal citizens.
0: Uh, uh, let me ask you this um, final thought here. Uh, do you think that um, uh, the point of the Biden administration and the pause versus the ceasefire, uh, he's getting extreme pressure right now from the all of the... Uh, the Marxist left, the, the protesters, even in Congress, of course, we see that uh, uh, Rashida Tlaib was censured. I mean, all that and a bottle of bourbon will get you back to Friday night. I mean, whatever that does, not much of anything. Um, and uh, But, you know, uh, will he succumb to that pressure at any point and demand, in which case that would be a real red line between Israel and America right there, back to this pause or ceasefire they're, they're calling him Genocide Joe. Protests are really loud for Genocide Joe. And you can see things are heating up. What, what do you think about that, IQ?
2: Well, first of all, Joe is not a genocide. Islam is genocide. Rashida Tlaib is a Muslim, Sharia-compliant one. She should never have been in America. If she's she she, she sharia co-
0: Sharia-compliant, why doesn't she wear the hijab, by the way?
2: She doesn't have to wear the hijab. That's oh. part of niqab. Uh, sorry, uh, taqiyya. in taqiyah okay. it tells you as a muslim if you feel under pressure you pretend you are part and parcel of the people surrounding you uh,
0: taqiyah means there's no rules anything goes no, right No,
2: taqiyah means subterfuge
0: it's subterfuge but there are no rules yes. you can do whatever the hell you no want to do that's what it means yeah
2: yeah
0: she doesn't have to
2: wear the hijab the fact that she supports hamas She's Sharia compliant. Simple. Not yeah. so complete. She should never be in America.
0: Okay. D- d- does Biden hold fa- true to this, fast to this, or or not? Yes or no?
2: No. First of all, it's not a ceasefire. It's very important. To a, understand pause. That a pause. calling for a pause. It is a pause. Yes. Uh, even, Net- even Netanyahu understands the meaning. Net- Netanyahu said, "We shall have not a ceasefire. We can have a pause, but no ceasefire."
0: But they're not. But they haven't paused yet. He said he won't, yes.
2: unless they yes. release all the hostages. Because, yeah, because. Hamas is dictating.
0: Right, right.
2: Hamas said he will, they will release... Well, you don't think
0: Hamas is going to release the uh, the, terror, the uh, hostages?
2: Well, look, we have or to will wait to see. We have to wait to see. But I'll tell you something. America will do enormous pressure on Netanyahu. They, they will impose.
0: What do you mean? Say that again?
2: They will impose a lot of pressure to have two or three oh. days
0: yeah they're doing it now they're they're, yeah. they're they're absolutely doing it now we'll see how this uh, progresses here uh tremendous thank you to iq al Razuli, and Ilana friedman and uh, all right so eh, friends i think you got a whole lot here today uh about evil in the world uh we started with the elections and abortion uh and uh the protest uh world events and where we end right now it is absolutely the fight of our lifetimes as we fight uh, evil forces in every part of our lives, no matter where you look, uh, things are uh, uh, th- things are evil, and we are uh, we're having to push back on that and, and fight. So, thank you for joining me here on the mission. It's time to get involved and get loud, America.